Greetings, this is Atmaboda. Today is December 26, 2021 at 9.18am. Getting an earlier start today. This is Sunday, the day after Christmas. The title of today's podcast is This is Missing from the Spiritual Community. What I wrote this morning is as follows. You are never alone. None of us are alone. That is an illusion. There is an abundance of love and truth, unlimited amounts, and it is around us all the time. Limitation is the big lie. If everyone experienced and believed that, then all the problems of the world would disappear. In my opinion, the main thing missing from the spiritual community is absolute truth. Their focus on love alone only leads to subjectivism and the concept of, quote, all truths, unquote, being equal. That is the big lie. There is a superior truth and there is a hierarchy, but it is not what they think it is. It is not, quote, authority, unquote, in the traditional sense of the word. This authority is not threatening, but the greatest and most powerful friend anyone can have. Authority, as you interpret it, doesn't exist on the highest level. Supremacy is not about ruling over others. It is about making others so empowered and independent that they can rule over themselves. As long as you believe in the concept of surrender, you will be ruled over by lesser powers than the Most High. To taste the highest truth, one must deny even the concept of surrender from existing within you. And then you can truly know what it is like to have power and intimacy with the Creator. The biggest difference between truth and love is that truth is assertive. It makes a stand. It doesn't straddle the fence. It doesn't seek balance or to make all sides happy. From the perspective of truth, there is only one side. Evil exists. Truth pervades even in evil, but it resonates most strongly in good. Even evil serves a purpose, otherwise it wouldn't exist. But that doesn't mean it should be glorified or welcomed. All relationships are doomed to eventual failure if they don't put higher truth first. Superior to belief is inspiration and superior to inspiration is truth. The biggest unrevealed mystery of life to most people is that truth is an experience. 
and it's on a higher frequency than love. People have yet to taste this most amazing of experiences. Proximity with truth determines the hierarchy of power. Those that seek to rule or define this concept as subjugating others will never taste this greatest of all power. And that concludes the writing of this morning. And in my opinion, this is just so important. Because once you cross that threshold of illumination and you taste higher truth for the first time, you realize, my God, this is amazing. It's beyond words. And it's not love. It's actually a higher frequency than love. It's something that the mind can experience in the form of inspiration. If you've ever felt inspired in your life, that is what truth feels like. Now imagine being in a continuous state of inspiration where every second of every day you feel inspired. That feeling is cannot be duplicated by any drugs. I mean, there's some drugs that try. You know, people drink coffee in the morning. I guess caffeine is a bit of a drug. It's a stimulant, right? Well, truth is the ultimate stimulant because it creates inspiration in the mind. It's like better than any drug out there. You know, people take cocaine, they take amphetamines and crystal meth. These are also stimulants, but they have negative side effects and they cost money and they're unhealthy for you. Whereas this can give you all of the positive benefits that you could get from any stimulating drug, but without drugs and completely free. This is something real. This is not a myth. This is not just an idea or a concept. What drives me, well, what part of what drives me now is I want to give people a direct experience of this. I wish I had that magic power to be able to just reach out and give you that experience of higher truth. I believe that someday this can happen. People can share love. You know, when you get a hug, you can feel that love in your heart. You can feel warmth. When you are with your family, you, many people, I mean, unfortunately in this day and age, sometimes it seems like love has become elusive. I mean, some families are loveless, right? Some parents and children, they don't have a connection of love these days, unfortunately. However, many do, right? There's many loving families. So if you are coming from a loving family or if you've experienced love with your partner, maybe it's with your boyfriend or with your husband or your wife, you know 
what we're talking about, right? Love is not a myth, right? Love is something that can be experienced. It's not a AI NPC thing, right? It's not just words. It's an experience, just like you can experience heat. You can experience cold. You can experience something that's soft on your skin. You can experience something that is hard on your skin. The same is true with love, except how do we know that we experience love? It's not one of the five senses, right? You don't smell love. You don't taste love. You don't see love. You don't hear love. Did I cover all five? Well, anyway, the point is it's not one of the senses, right? You can't taste love. So how do you know what love is? Many people don't. I didn't. I grew up not knowing what love was. I went to church on Sundays, I but I didn't realize what love was until I was out of, until I grew up and I was living on my own. That's how disconnected people have gotten from love. So just imagine how far people have gotten disconnected from truth. Because love is a lower frequency than truth. And if people can't even reach the frequency of love, just imagine how many people have yet to reach that higher frequency of truth. And so I can understand that people can think that, oh, it doesn't exist. Higher truth doesn't exist, or at least it doesn't exist for me, you might say, because you haven't tasted it. You haven't experienced it. It's kind of like when naturalists left England to explore the new world and one of them went down to Australia and they discovered a a platypus and they actually um, brought back a platypus, a dead one. And the naturalists in, in Europe, they didn't believe them. They're like, you must have created this creature. This can't be a real creature. It's a mammal and it, it has a, a, a beak and it lays eggs, but it's, it's just, they just couldn't conceive of, of it. Right. But anyway, um, it wasn't until they went back to Australia and then brought back a live platypus. Did they actually believe him? Right. So even people's eyes, they can't trust. So if they can't trust their own eyes, then how can anyone expect them to trust an experience that they've never had before? And it's something that they can't see. They can't reach it from their senses, but only through experience. And so that's what's different about this path is that it it is designed so that it doesn't require blind belief. It's not a religion. It's something that by accepting certain philosophical principles within your own life, that having your mind in harmony with this deeper perspective of coming from a shared reality whereby certain common objective truths are accepted as truth that this then brings you closer to that reality and that experience ultimate inspiration 
of arriving at where the mind has always wanted to go to give that mind that nectar that food that it's always wanted to experience the goal of all philosophy the goal of all science the goal of all religion the goal of all spirituality that exists and that is objective truth primordial truth absolute truth the one living truth that is the ultimate power the ultimate friend the ultimate ally to have in your life can you imagine having a friend so powerful that nothing can stop it that it's, it's literally unstoppable something so powerful that there is no more powerful force in the universe than that but at the same time it's an intelligent force and won't allow the power to be misused because the ability that you have in accessing this power is directly proportionate to the wis wisdom that you have to use it wisely it will not allow itself to be used by tyrants by those that look to subjugate and control no this power is designed to be used by the wise by those that want to inspire and uplift others to empower the individual to be the leader of their own lives to not rule over but to create many rulers and what is a ruler that's someone that has mastered themselves those who have conquered desire within themselves who can experience highest truth and highest love all the time to be living this ultimate reality and this is not a reality of sacrifice this is a reality of ultimate pleasure if you can imagine that there are such things existing as heroin addicts and fentanyl addicts well why do they do these things they do it because it feels good in fact that might even be an under you know an underestimate it feels really good to them right in fact they become it becomes their reality where once they taste it they don't want to go back and that's why they stay as addicts and they don't even feel normal unless they are on that drug but the point is is that they're choosing this harmful lifestyle because of the intense pleasure and satisfaction that it gives them and by no means i'm not advocating for such an unhealthy and illegal lifestyle such as that it's expensive also they got to pay drug dealers and blah 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 this is something where you can have all of the benefits of these highs but it's actually superior high than what fentanyl or heroin or any of these drugs can give you it's a superior high something you can experience all the time be fully functional in society and not only functional but you become highly competent your mind becomes more inspired inspired and empowered to such a degree whereby others will want to give you more responsibilities and put you in leadership roles no matter what situation that you find yourself in it's like having the miracle grow for plants but for your brain for your heart 
for your soul. And it's about pleasure. Pleasure. Why do people take antidepressants? They don't want to feel depressed, right? Well, guess what? What's the opposite of depression? Inspiration. What you want is inspiration. Love is great. Love is fine. I love love. Love is in the heart. And it's helpful to love your mind also. But where love is the currency of the heart, inspiration is the currency of the mind. And by having your mind inspired all the time, the only way for that to happen is by tuning your mind to this universal truth, this one living truth. And I don't want to sound like a broken record, but you kind of get the picture here. And this is what is missing from modern spirituality. People don't recognize that there is such a thing as this ultimate truth. And it's not judgmental. It's not authoritarian. It's the opposite of that. It wants you to be the authority. It wants to empower you to be the ultimate authority of your own life. To not be subjugated by anybody else. It wants you to be independent. It wants you to be empowered. It wants you to be your own boss. It doesn't want you to be a sheep. It doesn't want you to be a follower. It wants you to be the shepherd. To be the shepherd of your own life. And it wants you to lead other people into also being shepherds and not sheep. And the way to do that is not through surrender, but through symbiosis, through uniting your mind with this ultimate truth, to become one with the ultimate truth, not to become less than, not to say, oh, the ultimate truth is great and I am nothing. It's not to proclaim yourself as the sinner and claim that you're not worthy. No, by believing that you're a sinner and not worthy is what is keeping you from God. It's keeping you from the full experience of God and what God wants for you in your life. God doesn't want you to be dependent or to be a mere follower. God gave us a mind and an intellect for a reason. And that reason is to be able to use it, to be able to use it for good, to use it practically, to use it to make money, to use it to inspire others, to use it to make the world a better place. Nature is wonderful, and I love nature. And guess what else is a part of nature? You are a part of nature. Nature puts you here for a reason. You can become a force of nature and represent what nature wants. Life isn't about going against nature. Going against nature is going against the flow. You want to be part of the flow. And even better, when you're allied with nature, you can become that assertive force helping to direct the flow. This is Atmaboda signing off, and this has been an awesome talk, I think. And until tomorrow, you have a great day.